This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
Well, good morning, and welcome to your Catholic Corner for the 26th of June, or the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time on the Church's calendar. You're listening to FM 89.0, Independent Community Media, and your Catholic Corner is generously sponsored by the parish of St. Matthew's Hillcrest. My introductory music was Michael Crawford singing my usual Ave Maria or Hail Mary. And for those who haven't got up yet, you may as well stay in bed. It's very foggy and damp outside, but uh, it's not raining. The 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Sounds rather dull, doesn't it? But it refers to the normal days after the highs of the Easter season. We had Holy Week, ending up in the death on the cross of Jesus, his resurrection from the dead, the ascension of Jesus into heaven, Pentecost Sunday, Trinity Sunday, and last week, Corpus Christi, or the body and blood of Christ. No wonder these days after all that are called ordinary. But that's no different from the return to normality after the Christmas family festivities, or after you've had a major holiday, or where you've had a family wedding and everyone's gathered round and celebrated, and then when the confetti is all blown away, we return to ordinary days. About now we have some important feast days. Last Friday was the Feast of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, which is related to the time of Pentecost, so it varies a little bit. Saturday was the birth of St. John the Baptist, and next Wednesday the feasts of St. Peter and Paul. But in honour of the Sacred Heart, we listen now to Regina Nathan and the Irish Philharmonic Orchestra singing Sweetheart of Jesus.
Well, uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but the CD plays and then it just stops and then it restarts again and stops. So uh, we'll have to miss out on Sweetheart of Jesus. But I said uh, Friday was the Feast of the Sacred Heart. And hearts, of course, we use for lots of things. We, uh, we associate uh, human love with the heart. Don't ask me why. It is just a muscle, after all. But it's a symbol. We carve hearts on trees and we uh, send Valentine's cards with hearts. And, of course, it is used with the Sacred Heart to illustrate uh, Christ's love for us. The devotion to the Sacred Heart, also known as the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, is one of the most widely practiced and well-known Christian devotions. It takes Jesus' physical heart as a representation of his divine love for humanity. This devotion is predominantly used in the Catholic Church and some High Church Anglicans and Lutherans. The origin of this devotion in its modern form is derived from a Catholic nun from France, St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, who said to have learned of the devotion from Jesus during a series of apparitions to her in the 17th century. The Sacred Heart is often depicted in Christian art as a flaming heart, shining with divine light, pierced by the lance wound, encircled by the crown of thorns, surmounted by a cross and bleeding. The wounds and the crown of thorns allude to the manner of Jesus' death, while the fire represents the transformative power of divine love. As with humans, we associate heart as the source of our love for our spouses, loved ones or things. It is only a symbol. We do use the heart as a symbol of our love and so with Christ. His love depicted by his heart as one of the unbounded love for the human race. There are many specific devotions with the Sacred Heart. St. Mary Alacoque, who had, who had visions of Christ, passed on the devotion of Mass on every first Friday with, with many promises if these Masses are attended. Display of the Sacred Heart image in one's home is common. And here in Hamilton, the Catholic Girls College in Clyde Street is Sacred Heart Girls College. While my own alma mater was the Great College of Sacred Heart in Glen Innes, Auckland. The equivalent girls' school in Auckland is Sacre Coeur in Remuera, Sacre Coeur being French for Sacred Heart. In Paris, the Great Basilica on the Hill is Sacred Heart. And there will be thousands of churches, schools, and institutions throughout New Zealand and the world dedicated to Christ's Sacred Heart. And what about poor old John the Baptist? Ordinarily, the church observed the days of a saint's death as his feast, because that day marks his entrance into heaven. To this rule, there are two notable exceptions. The birthdays of the Blessed Mary, 
and of St. John the Baptist. All other persons were stained with original sin at birth, hence were displeasing to God. But Mary already in five in her first moments of her existence was free from original sin, and John was cleansed of original sin in the womb of his mother. And I think from memory that is when Mary visited his mother. This is the dogmatic justification for today's feast. And of course, there are several remarks to uh, about St. John. Um, the birth of St. John was in many ways a break from tradition. Uh, the story goes that Zechariah, his father, um, had queried what he was going to be called and he was struck dumb. Uh, they all were going to call him Zechariah after his father, but his mother answered, no, he should be called John. And they said to her, none of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to the father inquiring what he wanted him to be called. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, his name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed and he spoke, he spoke, blessing God. So that was John. And John, of course, was known as the Baptist and he was baptizing people uh, before Christ. And of course, he was a cousin of uh, Christ. According to Mark 1, um, John wore clothes of camel hair and with a leather belt round his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. So I guess he had to be a saint, didn't he? He announced to the people, The man who will come after me is much greater than I am. I am not good enough to bend down and untie his sandals. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. Not long afterwards, Jesus came down from Nazareth in the province of Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. As soon as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw heaven opening and the Spirit came down on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my own dear Son, I am pleased with you. John, of course, was later beheaded um, by Herod at the request of his dancer Salome. And of course, baptism is still alive and well. Many people, not, not certainly not only Catholics and not necessarily only Christians, but feel their young child needs to be baptised or christened, as the case may be. And I was privileged to attend a baptism of a schoolgirl in the school mass, the weekly school mass at St. Peter Chanel on Thursday. A great privilege. Now, you are listening to your Catholic Corner on FM 89.0. Let's try and listen to a second hymn to the Sacred Heart, To Jesus' Heart All Burning.
to Jesus' heart all burning. Now, St. Peter's and Paul require no introduction. They, of course, are the foundation of uh, the whole of the uh, faith after Jesus. Uh, St. Peter, of course, was the original apostle, and St. Paul, of which we have so many letters and uh, readings from him, was a later conversion. St. Peter was also known as Simon. Peter was born in Bethsaida and was one of Jesus' first chosen disciples and named by him as the leader of the Twelve. He is the first Pope of the Roman Catholic Church, ordained according to Catholic teaching by Jesus in the Rock of My Church dialogue in Matthew 16:18. And, and of course this quote here from Matthew and Jesus answered him blessed are you Simon Bar-Jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father who is in heaven and I tell you you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. St. <clears throat> Paul was born in Tarsus. He never met Jesus in his time on earth. He encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus, an event which changed him, changed Saul of Tarsus into Paul. Peter and Paul, their individual lives were very different. What joined them was their love of Jesus and their martyr death. Peter by crucifixion, and Paul beheading by the sword. But now let us hear Marilla sing One Bread, One Body, as we're only one week from the Feast of Corpus Christi.
Well, I am having some fun with the CDs this morning. Perhaps it's the fog has got to my brain. Now, just a final thought. We live in a beautiful country we often call God's own, and indeed it is. However, lately circumstances and the media assail us with endless gloom. COVID is out of control. Hospitals are at breaking point. Cost of living is skyrocketing. Fire service in St John are stretched and underfunded. Not enough money for mental health. Roads and our water system are deteriorating. Interest rates are rising. Not enough houses and the poor are getting poorer. You and I can go on indefinitely. Now I'm not suggesting for one minute that all these problems are not true. There are certainly strains right across the, across the board. However, before we get depressed, we must remember that in New Zealand, um, while it things in New Zealand that need many fixes, it's so far ahead of most countries of the world. We have peace, ample food supplies and infrastructure that mainly works. Room for, room for a lot of employment, yes, but let us reflect and give thanks to God for the things that have and we enjoy. Just as a footnote, I joined the many ranks of the people who had COVID and uh, fortunately after the required time the COVID has gone away and uh, I'm free for a week or two. Um, I must confess that all the systems related to COVID um, have worked. I reported in, I had backup, regular backup from people um, and it all worked and generally speaking with the whole COVID epidemic from day one, although the government and other people have made mistakes and not got it quite right for a, a unexpected virus of this magnitude, I think everyone has done well. But now time is up here on St. Matthew's, uh, uh, here again on your Catholic Corner. We thank St. Matthew's for sponsoring us again. Do tune in next Sunday at 8.30 to FM 89.0. And if time permits, we'll hear a little bit more of Marula as she sings One Bread, One Body. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.